It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. On a Monday, it's the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, a uh, groggy, sore, yes. angsted Brady Beaton. I don't know about the last one, but the first two are correct. <laughs> Sunday was a long day for me. You seem kind of angsty to me. Yeah. No, more lethargic. More lethargic. Uh, yeah. I think I think I have the uh, remedy to uh, snap you out of it because uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, ladies going to the quarterfinals and the uh, uh, guys are already into the semifinals. Yeah. You get to go to East Lansing this week. We do. We, fi- we do get a semifinal game. And if I should be so bold, I think between the four teams we have left, I bet you we do at least one state championship game. You think so? I you think you so. make that bold statement. I don't think it's that bold of a statement. Okay, because I think the, at least the two baseball teams are probably the slight favorite in their game coming up. Okay, don't know about softball. I think Marysville. I don't know anything about. I know they're very similar to Linden, at least record-wise. I imagine it's going to be a good game. It helps that it's essentially a home game for Marysville and Richmond. They just beat their biggest competition. Uh, for a state championship, I think it's it's a well. We'll get into that maybe in our third segment. I think I think it's a tough path for um, some teams and a less difficult path for others. Right, as e- as easy as a path can get for yeah. a quarterfinal and semifinal. Uh, and, and and actually, um, you know, again, as I look this over, you could have. And it's it's single game elimination. You could have anything from our four remaining teams all make the finals, mm-hmm. or none of them do. Yeah, it's because there's only good teams left. Yeah, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And everyone's going to have at least for baseball have their ace pitcher for the semifinal. There there are no more East points left in the playoffs, <laughs> and I'll I'll get to that in a minute uh, too. We'll start uh, ladies first. Um, because those are the games that we did on uh, Saturday. Uh, you had a, a, a doozy whopper. Can we use doozy whopper? I don't is, even know what that is means. Is that okay? We had a doozy whopper in Millington, uh, and uh, and my games weren't the barn burners that I thought. Uh, Mary Soul just dominated the region. We'll be back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with Dennis and Brady, the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Uh, and uh, let's uh, start uh, with uh, the uh, ladies who played their regionals on uh, Saturday. I went to Armada to follow Marysville, and uh, Brady, you went to Millington to follow uh, Richmond. Uh, who do you want to go? Where do you want to go first? Um, let's get yours done <clears throat> because you really had like half of a really good game. <laughs> 
because your your first game started off well, and then well. Marysville dominated, and then Marysville didn't need much time to dominate in game two, did they? It, it sank real fast. Uh, real quick, I was surprised by this score uh, in uh, D1, Dakota beating Anchor Bay 8 to nothing. I wasn't surprised that uh, Dakota won the game because, again, that was a 50-50 game, and that's why I'm surprised that it was 8 to nothing. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there, but uh, Dakota really took it to uh, Anchor Bay to advance. Marysville Notre Dame prep was the first game of the day in Armada. Um, and uh, Ryan Simmons got the start for Notre Dame prep, struck out Kate Westmiller, struck out Kirsten Smith, got Caitlin Kane on a weak ground ball to short in the first inning, started the second inning by striking out Callie Perrin and striking out Avery Walters. So in the first five hitters, you had four strikeouts and a weak ground ball. And I thought, hmm. Okay, Notre Dame Prep's got a pitcher, and this we got ourselves a ball game. Th- th- this game is going to be uh, interesting. Uh, and the other part about it th- that at that point, um, Kirsten Smith struck out the first hitter, got a pop up on the second hitter, but then gave up a line drive double and a walk, and needed a pop up to get out of the first. So now you're in the top of the second. Marysville just got out of a jam. And their first five hitters had nothing against Simmons. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, my goodness, what are we in for today? Because I really thought Marysville was the favorite team here. Anna Oles came up, didn't wait around for to, to get into a deep count because Simmons had a, a, an incredible changeup. Um, and, and I don't want to give away any trade secrets, but I think you do Marysville a favor when you throw a pitcher who throws hard against them. Because their bats are so fast. They can hit a fastball. The Vikings will figure it out. They will time it, and they will hit a fastball. I think the slow junk, it takes them longer to figure that out. Um, So Anna Olds didn't wait around. The first pitch was a fastball. She crushed it to straightaway center field. You know, the bat makes that certain Mm -hmm. noise when you hit it right, and she crushed it off the flagpole over the center field uh, fence to make it one to nothing, and in one swing, the entire complexion of everything that had happened in the first inning and two batters went away. It just melted away, and it was Marysville's ball game from that point on, even when Notre Dame made it closer in, in the third because following alls, Brandy Bassett singled, Megan Winston singled, Avery Woodard hit one back to the pitcher, and she airmailed it down uh, the right field line uh, to get uh, a couple of uh, runs in, or to get one run in. Uh, Winston stopped at third. So it's 2 nothing Vikings going into the bottom of the second, and Smith gets them 1-2-3. So top of the third, first two batters make outs. Callie Perrin comes up. She hit a ball to left field again. There's that sound. And she, she, you've been to Armada. You know, mm-hmm. there's the forest out there behind it's a beautiful the setup. fences. That ball disappeared into the trees in a split second. <laughs> it was hammered. There's no sending a little kid to go find it. It's, okay, let's unwrap a new one. Yeah, that, that one's gone. We're not getting it back. Uh, so that made it 3 nothing Marysville. Uh, then the uh, bottom of the uh, third was the big inning for uh, Notre Dame prep. The first hitter drew a walk, and then there was a uh, – a strange fielder's choice. The ball was popped up, mm-hmm. um, and Kate Westmiller called for it like she was going to catch it, 
but I think she knew she didn't have a chance. It was a decoy. She knew she didn't have a chance to catch the ball, and she sprinted to second, let the ball drop, and Caitlin Kane picked it up in center because she was charging in, and you know how fast she is. Yeah. Um, and by the way, she made two unbelievable catches uh, on Saturday. I heard a lot of defense one, was, one, one was in each throwing game. the leather around from yeah. Marysville. Uh, and, and they got the force out at second on a, on a ball that I think without the, without the bluff, without the decoy, it drops in for a blue pit, and they've got let, two Let on. me ask you this. Was there a noticeable speed difference between the runner on and the batter? That I uh, I, I really couldn't because tell Because if it's, that's the it's case. It's the top of their order, and I think the kids can Okay, both, because if it was, then I could see that being the play, trying to replace one runner with the other. I just think they were trying to get an out. I think they saw a situation where if I make the base runner hold up, mm-hmm. we can get an out on this play. If I go after this ball, we're not getting an out. Which either way sounded like whatever happened was intentional and was a smart play. Uh, then uh, the next uh, hitter reached on uh, an error, and then they got a two-run uh, double from uh, Anna Wachowiak to cut it to 3-2. to two. Um, uh, There was a walk, but then with two on and one out, Smith pitched out of the inning with a fly ball uh, and a soft little liner back to the mound. And then Notre Dame prep didn't threaten after that. Smith retired 13 to the last 16. The three base runners, she hit a batter who was then promptly picked off by Anna Oles. They run that play at least once a game, and it always works. Mm-hmm. Where the, they sneak West Miller behind what, the runner. What they someone they yeah, think they're going to bunt? Their bat out so and, and so West, yeah, that's yeah. They, they run that play to perfection. Yeah, I know who who the mastermind behind and, that one is every time. Uh, and then uh, in the uh, the fifth inning, they they got a runner on with an error and a runner on with a walk with two outs. Uh, then just an easy pop out to get out of that jam, uh, and then retired the last seven in a row to win the ball game. Meantime, the offense just didn't stop. From the second through the fifth, Marysville scored in every inning. Sacrifice fly by Winston after a walk and a double from uh, Brandy Bassett. Uh, then they got uh, a suicide squeeze bunt or a safety squeeze, however you want to look at it. The runner right. was the runner was coming, uh, but West Miller got it down to drive in a run, uh, and then they got some help in the fifth. Uh, Anna Olsen, an RBI double, and they threw the ball around. Uh, and a couple of more runs were able to uh, score while they were kicking it around. Kind of, kind of the inside the park home run that mm. was wasn't. It was a double. Hmm. <laughs> and Marysville cruised after that to an eight-two victory. I will say, Marysville. One thing I really like about them is when they smell blood in the water, they pounce. They don't rest back. Like you don't have time to. To, to recover, like, okay, they get up three runs, boom, next inning they're up five, then they're up six, then they're up nine. And before you know it, you're out of the game and it's the fourth inning. Well, they, they finished with 12 hits against a pitcher who, after five hitters, looked untouchable. Mm-hmm. Just looked untouchable, but one swing of the bat changed everything. Now all of a sudden, you've got Notre Dame preps pitcher going, oh, they can hit. And you've got Marysville going, oh, she is human, we can hit her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everything just changed. Three hits for Anna Oles. She uh, had three runs scored. Actually, Kylie Parent had three runs scored because she runs for the catcher. Uh, and two RBIs. Two hits, two runs scored for Brandy Bassett. Two hits, uh, an RBI for Kelly Perrin. Uh, two hits and a run scored for Avery Walters. Uh, Megan Winston had a hit and an RBI. Uh, a hit and a run for Caitlin Kane. RBI for West Miller and a hit for Woodard. Uh, and uh, Smith, seven innings, two runs, two hits. 
Walked four, hit a batter, struck out five. But uh, you, you know how she gets. Mm-hmm. She turns into a bulldog. When she does something wrong, she gets angry and does something right. Uh, yes. And then uh, – and then. Yeah, spend about 30 and, seconds about Center line and East Point played. Um, East Point had nine kids. They brought two baseball bats. Their first catcher didn't have a catcher's mitt. You have to feel bad. For, like you were telling me all this. You have to feel bad for that program. They had. I sent Brady a picture of where the girls were standing in the batter's box. They had both feet on the furthest outside line of the box. I mean, they, they, they were basically almost out of the box because most of them were afraid of the ball. None of them could catch. Uh, in a, in a three-inning game, I gave them six errors. They had more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Centerline scored 18 runs on nine hits. Centerline scored 18 runs, folks. They had two RBIs. They scored 18 runs. They had two RBIs. There were 18 wild pitches from two centerline pitchers. They hit eight, or from two uh, East Point point pitchers. They hit eight batters, including six of the first nine hitters in the game. Yeah, that was that was a quick one. Centerline scored 12 in the first inning. To get out of the inning, they had players run off the base early to be automatically called out. And this is why you need to figure it out and have at least two three-team districts. Out of nine outs, six were recorded by girls leaving the base early on purpose so that they could get outs. So if you're Notre Dame prep, how do you feel that you had to play Marysville and on the other side of the bracket, centerline basically had a bye to the regional final. Well, the, yeah, the centerline coaches actually, um, they, they knew it was happening. Both teams knew it was coming. They, they didn't take infield. And, and while watching the first inning, somebody came over to me and said, now we know why they didn't take infield mm-hmm. because that would have been an abomination. Um, but, it, I mean, it, the, the, the centerline coach was unhappy because he knew – that that game was not going to make them ready right. for Marysville. Um, the, his hitters were not prepared for Megan Lenarski, uh, and um, the, their their pitching was not ready for, for what was coming. So, naturally, Marysville got off to a fast start. They scored four in the top of the first. Callie Perrin had an RBI single. There were a couple of errors. The centerline coach did tell me, that their one weakness was their outfield defense, um, and then uh, they made some errors in the outfield in this game um, that were costly. Um, you had an RBI double from Anna Oles after Perrin's RBI single. Megan Winston singled in a run. Uh, they erred in a run, and it was four nothing Marysville. Centerline made a brief appearance in this game. The first hitter hit the ball back to the mound, and it was a try, a backhand try right. for Lenarski that she couldn't come up with. So infield single. And then the next batter, Allison Allport, hit a two-run homer over the left field fence that landed on the top of uh, somebody's tent out there. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of a fun moment. But after that, Lenarski only gave up one hit the rest of the game. And Marysville just, again, didn't stop scoring. 
They went it 16-3 to in five innings. They scored six in the fifth. And it's like you said, Brady, when they smell blood, they just pile it on. Nobody is better at getting tack on runs this year than than Marysville. Again, well, center line was ranked what? Tenth. tenth. They were tied for tenth in the state. So, like on the last coaches poll, there was three teams ranked ten, which I'm assuming had the same amount of votes. And Marysville is not ranked. Honorable mention. Yeah. Honorable mention. Sixteen runs, fifteen hits for the Vikings in a five-inning game, and they held Centerline to three runs and three hits, and Centerline made seven errors. Yeah, that's It why, ended up being not a very good that's why you have to take, regional to watch, but a good regional because Marysville dominated. Yeah. Entertainment-wise, low. Result-wise, really high. Yeah. Uh, Marysville took care of business. They were the best team there, and they showed it to everybody, uh, and nobody who was there – uh, was in their class, and thank goodness, thank good. Although Coach Ratchy would have found a way to do it classy, but thank goodness Marysville didn't have to play East Point. Oh, jeez! Because kids, they'd still be in the top of the first inning, and there'd be over a hundred runs scored, and they just have to say, "Okay, and that's that's it." And that's why you need to make sure you don't give teams free passes to regionals. Yeah. Anyway, um, my my question for you. Um, do you think there should be a cutoff point? Like, if you score 10 runs in an inning, no. they stop the inning. You can't. You can't. I mean, you, you. what you can do is you can put ridiculous measures in for mercies after one or two innings. Like, if you're down 25 runs after one or two innings, then it's over. But If they wanted to, Centerline could have scored 25 runs in the first inning. Yeah. If they wanted to. That's, yeah. Or you got to have... I mean, really, 15 after three seems ridiculous, but it happens. And, well, it, the, the, other, the real thing is don't let a team like East Point start in the regionals against really good competition. Yeah, that, that, that was bad. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, Linden beat Imlay City 9-4 to on the way to winning uh, their regional, and Linden will be Marysville's opponent, but we'll get to that later in the program yes as for a district that had a good result and high entertainment i was in millington i had to get there for the first game just to set up i will say linden beautiful facility millington, millington. where did i say linden yeah millington I, I do that all the time yeah. you know that yeah beautiful <laughs> facility at millington like you come in the they have a they have a big press box which it's a beautiful press box but it has like two tiny windows so only like the uh, the pa announcer and one play-by-play team can go up there and since Millington played first they were already set up there so I did go to the outfield but they are the they are the standard of what hosting a regional should be like I, I didn't catch the guy's name but the the person in charge I'm assuming their AD going around first class making sure everyone had what they needed um, he actually, with my setup, I had to plug into like the concession stand out in right field and run it. And I, my one extension cord wasn't long enough. So he went and got an extension cord from his own house to get me enough rope to get to where I needed to. So Millington, um, yeah, that's what a regional hosting should be like. And I'm sure Armada did it well as well. Oh, they took care of me. They, they had a uh, canopy set up for me and yeah. I yeah. even had a dog keeping yeah. me company. <laughs> yeah, and actually behind home plate at Millington, they have, like, stadium seating. Like, they have actual fold-down seats, and it's a really cool setup. 
But anyway, second game, Richmond is playing K-Pack, and Richmond's the the away team, so Shea Scooter leads off. Boom, single, stolen base. Uh, pop out, then Piper Clark, RBI double. Creon, single. RBI ground out from Amdar. And then uh, Amelia Black, RBI single. Error scores another run. It's 4 nothing. And Piper Clark got the, the start, and she absolutely dominated. First inning, 1-2-3. Top of the second, Richmond added three more runs, including the Piper Clark home run. That was a line drive. If the fence was 10 feet tall, it never got above 11 feet in the air, but it was a rocket. So it's 7-0. Then K-Pack, 1-2-3 in the second. Richmond adds on another three runs, including a Shea Van Scooter home run. So it's now 10-0. K-Pack, 1-2-3 in the third, and Clark has struck out the last four batters. Richmond adds three more in the fourth, so it's now 13-0, and then... One, two, three in the fourth, and in the fifth, one, two, three. Piper Clark throws a perfect game in the regional semifinals through five innings, 13 nothing. Richmond wins, and Piper Clark, she made one out, and that was an absolute rocket line drive. She went two for three with four RBIs, a double, and a home run. Shea Van Scooter, single, double, home run, two RBIs, three runs scored. Those were the two big hitters. Lauren Creon had two hits, including a double for the Blue Devils. So they, they rolled through K-Pack pretty easily. But 15 up, 15 down for Piper Clark is pretty impressive. Against a district championship team. Yeah. It's not – they weren't doing it against East Point. K-Pack is a good team. Piper Clark just had electric stuff. She ended up with five strikeouts. Then the main event came. Richmond versus Millington, and you could just tell it was a – it was – the game that both teams kind of thought and both fans knew, this if we want to win a state title, this is our biggest obstacle. Not saying either team couldn't trip up later, but for now, this is the biggest roadblock. Yeah, this is one against two. Yes. So Richmond loses the toss. They're the road team. First batter, Shea Van Scooter, boom, left field, gone. Lead off home run. Deja vu to the game against Algonac. one nothing. 30 seconds into the game. And then Toit, got a, Toit struck out. Clark had another single. Uh, an error moved her up to third. And then a strikeout and a flyout got them out of the inning. But it's one nothing. You're going, all right. Richmond struck first. Their fans are going nuts. Millington, by the way, has one senior. They're going to be better next year. Ashley Zeal, a junior. Um, she's committed to go to play at Northwood. She was their pitcher. First at bat, Van Scooter delivers. Bang! Home run, deep left field. 1-1. Both pitchers lead off the game with home runs, which I'm sure it's happened before, but I don't know the last time two dueling pitchers both led off the games with home <laughs> runs to make it 1-1. Well, to me, this is a new thing, pitchers leading off anyways, but for a lot of the teams, pitchers are best player and best hitter. Yeah. Coleman then walked, and then a strikeout, pop-out, fly-out. Coleman got to second, and after that walk, Shea Van Scooter would retire 22 of the next 25 batters faced. The only out, uh, base runner she'd give up, a single to Summer Mock, then it was 12 straight after that, a single to the three-hole hitter, Emma Dickey, and then a walk to Dylan Holmes. The home runs in the first inning would be the only runs scored for the next nine or eight innings. 
Both pitchers were absolutely masterful. In fact, until extra innings, only two runners got in scoring position. That was Piper Clark and Piper Clark. Because she ended up on the day going four for four with four singles. Her, I, I have to imagine she has the hottest bat in, in the softball postseason. Like, I think she's made, in their last three games, she's made one out. And that was a line drive to center field. Um, but, so we go to extra innings, still tied at one-to-one. In the bottom of the eighth, still 1-1, Millington gets their chance. First girl tries to lay down a bunt and gets thrown out. Then Ashley Zeal singles at the top of the order to make it, uh, to put a runner on first. She steals second, lay Coleman singles, and then um, with runners on the corners, they let her take second because that run means absolutely nothing in the bottom of the eighth. Um... Then, then Emma Dickey comes up. So she's the three-hole hitter. And she just singled her last time up. And I'm saying on the air, I'm going, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they walk her here, get the bases loaded, and put the out at any base. Howard Stewart didn't do that. He, trust her, he trusted his guns. And this is a situation where if it works out, you look like a genius. If it doesn't, everyone's questioning it. Well, Van Scooter strikes out Emma Dickey. So now there's two down, and their four-hitter, Trinity Fessler, who hit a home run in the first game against Bad Axe, they intentionally walk her. So now there's bases loaded, and with bases loaded and two outs in the bottom of the eighth, Van Scooter strikes out Lily Sherman, sending it to the ninth, and you could feel the deflation come from Millington because they knew that was their chance. They had runners on second and third with one out, and they couldn't put a ball in play. Then Richmond would strike. You know, uh, and just for, for just a quick second, uh, this this is Howard, though, and the experience. Mm. You know that he was watching that first game. Mm-hmm. You know that he knew the number four hitter had hit one out. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably he's thinking to himself, let's get through the three hitter, we'll walk the four hitter, and get and that's my way out of this inning. Yes. So hey, but guys, again, it's it's the hindsight thing. If the three hole hitter hits a ground ball up the middle and they can't make the play at the plate, they're going well. Why didn't they walk her to put the? That's that's the the trouble with coaching is everyone can he, look back because he didn't want to give the four hole hitter a chance to make it a four run inning. <laughs> yeah, that's why he didn't walk her. So, um, Van uh, in the eighth. Jalen Omdar comes up with the ninth, sorry. Gets hit by a pitch. Gets all the way around to third on an error because Amelia Black hit one to third. And I don't know if Millington was still deflated from what happened earlier, but just airmails it over the second baseman's head into third. Omdar moves up to third. Now there's a pass ball. And at Millington, they don't really have a backstop in the traditional sense. It's all netting. So you know how usually they have wood and fence and then the netting up top? Mm-hmm. It's just netting. So the ball gets by. It takes a friendly bounce. They throw it to the pitcher. Boom, tags Amdar out. So now you go, uh-oh. Richmond might have just ruined their chance. Luckily, Amelia Black had the wherewithal from first. She moved up all the way to third on the pass ball because no one was covering third. And Millington did something that I really questioned. They, with a runner on third and one out, they played the infield straight up. Now, I don't know why, 
But, Dennis, if you're the coach there, your infield is in. You don't care about the runner going to first. You have to cut that runner down at the plate. Do you not? Uh, that would be my philosophy. Again, I, I don't know. It Maybe was, the Millington coach is, is like, if we give up a run, I feel like my team will score. See, now I can understand that logic if the score is 12 to 11. If, uh, if, uh, and I could feel that logic too earlier in the game. Yes, but in the top of the ninth, you're tied. You just blew a chance to win it. You have a runner on third. You have to do everything to cut that runner down at the plate. They didn't. Michaela Revord did just what she needed to do. She kind of like slap bunted it. She knew she just needed to get it past the pitcher. And the thing was, she tried it earlier in the at-bat. After she tries it once, are you not going, okay, everyone get in. She's not swinging. She's trying to slap it. She does, gets to short. Short doesn't even think about throwing it to home. Throws the first, boom, run scores. And then in the bottom of the ninth, pop out, walk, pop out, strike out, Richmond's regional champs. And they took down the number one ranked team in the state. Pretty impressive. It is. And now they will play Shepard at Saginaw Valley State University on Tuesday. And we'll talk uh, about uh, all those uh, games coming up, but uh, we'll get you caught up on what happened with uh, baseball regional finals and quarterfinals, which Such were played a dumb way to do on it. The, uh, the same day at the super Such a dumb way to do it. thingy thing stuff. When we come back in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. 
start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our gift. Guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Regionals had to be finished, and then quarterfinals had to be played so uh, in baseball. Oh, so dumb. So we, I we know had basically they're the, trying to manipulate pitching, the, but you're going to yeah. have the same problem no matter when you do it. <laughs> so if you recall, way back on uh, Tuesday, yes, uh, Richmond beat Royal Wednesday. Oaks. Wednesday. Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yes, yeah, it, I guess was it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, Richmond beat Royal Oak Shrine eight to five. They were homer happy in that game. They hit the three bombs in four batters uh, and jumped out to an eight nothing uh, lead in that game, and then beat Shrine eight to five. Marlette beat Harbor Beach eight to two, and you saw Mooney beat Inner City Baptist thirteen to three as uh, as Rice, Lutsky, and uh, Camito all went off in that game mm-hmm. for uh, Mooney. So that. Uh, Kind of gets you uh, your memories refreshed. So Richmond played Hemlock for the regional championship, um, and uh, they were at – where was Richmond? Were they in Novi? Somebody was in Novi. No, they weren't. Hold on. Let me pull it up for you real quick. I know they weren't in Novi. They weren't They weren't the ones in Novi. Um, no, you're, you're right because that's – I think Marysville or St. Clair would have gone to Novi. Yeah. So uh, Richmond, anyways, they beat Hemlock 10-2 to – to become the regional champs, and I still don't know if they give you a trophy after that They game. do. I'm pretty Not, sure do they, they do, yeah. Uh, and then Richmond went on to the quarterfinal game to play New Lothrop, 
which um, uh, again, oh, they're at Saginaw Valley. Yeah, we we were looking at this, going, okay, Lou, Lou, these are going to be tough games, ten to two and thirteen to two. Yeah, no, they took care of business, ten to two and thirteen to two. Sometimes I forget that Richmond is the fifth-ranked team in the state. But still, you're in a regional final and quarterfinal. You're not supposed to beat teams in, in, in the regional final and quarterfinal by a combined 19 runs. You're not supposed to do that. You wouldn't think. A um, little tougher for Marlette in D4. They beat uh, Muskegon Catholic Central 5-4, to four, um, and I was actually surprised by that. But then again, I forget that Marlette is the 11th-ranked team in the state. In mm-hmm. D four, um, I re- remember way way back when we were in the the uh, pause mm-hmm. before basketball season, and, uh, and Denny White came on, and we were looking at rankings, and he was trying to, to downplay where where he was ranked. And we were looking at the D four ranking, and there were like eight teams from our area in the ranking. And we're like, what's going on here? Well, apparently the rankings were were kind of on target because Marlette ended up. Uh, winning the quarterfinal game then against Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary, 7-6. So the, the Raiders had to two one-run victories, and they're on to a semifinal where they're going to play the fifth-ranked team in the state, Kalamazoo Hackett. So we still have a chance, Brady, yes, of a Marlette-Mooney final. Um, but uh, Marlette will have to upset the fifth-ranked team. Mooney advances, and again, you, we just talked about what Richmond did. 10 nothing over Lenaway Christian. This was a game, seriously, Coach Rice told us Lenaway Christian is good. Yeah. 10 to nothing. Yeah. And then they beat Ottawa Lakes-Whiteford 9-1. to one. Yep. 19-1, <laughs> to one, they outscored their opponents in the regional final quarterfinal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they took care of business in a big way. And and now you know why Mooney's ranked yeah. number two in D4. And what, their smallest margin of victory in the postseason is, postseason is eight runs? And they're in the semifinals? Yeah, that was the last game that they played. Yeah. They were sweating through that one. Oh, I'm sure they would. <laughs> I'm sure they would. They've got Maple City Glen Lake next. They're the eighth-ranked team. So the, the final four in D4, you got number two, number five, number eight, and number 11. And guess who number two is? Number two is Cardinal Mooney. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know I want that Marlette Mooney state final. I do, but, you know, I, on paper, you're, you're looking like – You also wrote off Marlette before they played Muskegon Catholic Central. I wasn't the only one in the room looking at that one going, ooh, that'll be ugly. I didn't say no. I mean, I I I was just saying I was calling for a Marlette Mooney final back in uh, you, with sixteen teams. I left. was caling for it when with the sixteen teams began. left. Anyways, um, it's still out there. It still can be a thing. So uh, we will keep our fingers uh, crossed for that. But on Friday, Marlette will play at two thirty against Kalamazoo Hackett. Uh, at five o'clock is the scheduled start time for Mooney and Maple City Glen Lake, and we'll have the game. It'll be on stream two. It'll either be Brady solo. We're hoping it's Brady solo. Yes. Um, because uh, if the girls get through, I'll be too busy doing girls semifinal game. We have a chance. Friday. We can talk about it next segment. We have, yeah. we have a chance for a super state championship Saturday. That would be incredible uh, if it happened. But this is what we do know for right now. We've got mm. two quarterfinal games tomorrow. Uh, I'll be at the Marysville game. Brady will be at the Richmond game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we know for sure that on Thursday we've got Richmond baseball, and on Friday we've got Mooney baseball. Mm-hmm. And if uh, Marysville and Richmond both advance, or if either one of them advance, we'll have softball, uh, a softball game or multiple softball games to cover as well. Marysville would play Thursday afternoon if they mm-hmm. advance. Richmond would play uh, Friday evening if they advance. So that's what we're hoping for, is that Thursday and Friday, when we're already over there for baseball, we'll have softball games to do. Yeah, we can too. carpool. And, and we, yeah, we can carpool, and, uh, and I'll cover the softball from here on out. Um, so enjoy your Richmond perfect game win tomorrow because it'll be the last <laughs> softball game you do. <laughs> I'll pick it yeah, up Yeah, that's right. We kind of we switch because you've been doing Richmond baseball – and I've been doing Richmond softball, but we kind of just determined if we get to the finals, I'll do baseball, you'll do softball, just because it's easier to stay at the same facility. Yeah. And and plus, when I do stuff, there's home runs. I see home runs. You don't see as many as I do. You've seen home runs. I saw I saw two leadoff home runs in a regional final. Yeah, but I saw three home runs at my regional. I saw four. And I saw um, – Three home runs and four batters by Richmond Baseball. You did see that for Richmond Baseball. That was wild. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know how many teams in the state have done this, and I'm going to assume no team in our area has done this, but we have an opportunity to see a softball and baseball state championship from the same school in the same year. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but like I think, okay, the I think paths it's are fair. there, and we can talk about I this. I think it's fair enough to at least say that's a possibility when yeah. one team's in the semifinal and one team's in the quarterfinal. And the the team in the quarterfinal just knocked off their biggest competition. Yeah, and, and are kind of the favorite. They're, they're At least they're the highest-ranked team left uh, out there, but um, there's, there's still work to be done. This this is going to be fun. We'll talk about this when we come back Um uh, here with our final segment on uh, today's show. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. All right. uh, For me, I I think on paper, Marysville has the toughest track. And yet, this is what I know about the Vikings. Number one, they've got no respect. Yeah, they've gotten no respect from the rest of because everyone, of the state. people in other parts of the state are probably going, okay, well, yeah, yeah, not a tough track. Oh, Marysville, they're not even ranked. What? Oh, they had a, they had an easy regional. Whatever. It's gonna be it's gonna be an easy run for Linden if they can get by Country Day or Chelsea in the semifinals. Yeah. So you got Marysville and Linden. Linden is ranked number six. They did uh, win uh, their uh, district. They beat Imlay City along the way. Nine to four, Marysville beat Emily City mm-hmm. by seven more runs. Again, different situation. I know, but, I know, but I'm just taking a jab there. Uh, they're 33 and seven. These are the things that we we know about them. Uh, and and again, I was talking actually with an umpire 
uh, and th- th- he was saying that uh, Linden was pretty good. Um, the game will be played 5:30. Advantage Marysville on this. The game's in Marysville. Yeah, shout out SC4 for getting the quarterfinal game in Division Two. Yeah, it, it, it's over at uh, Marysville City Park or whatever they call it now. Yeah, Marysville Park. Marysville that's, Park. That's what I call it. So uh, it'll be Marysville and uh, and Linden, and. The other side of the uh, bracket, the semifinal game, which would be played Thursday at uh, at MSU, has Country Day, who uh, the record the state has for them is 19-4. and four, But they're not ranked, and they're going up against Chelsea, who is ranked eighth in the state. So you've got number six, number eight, and two unranked teams that probably could be ranked. Yeah. Um, again, you get to this point, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. It's the other cra- side because of the-, the top three teams in Division Two aren't in there anymore. Yeah, and Gaylord at number four is the highest ranked remaining team. They're thirty-eight and one, and you wouldn't see Gaylord until the finals. Yes. So that's kind of the path that Marysville's on. They'll have to get through Linden, and then I'll just based on rankings because I don't know. So Linden, Chelsea, Gaylord to win a state championship. And to me, that's on paper. That looks like the toughest path. But the reason why I like Marysville so much is, uh, is there anybody who's more complete? Like, think about what the Vikings do. They can beat you with their with their power. They have, well, we've talked about this. In, in nine batters, they have seven kids that can hit the ball over the fence. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe – um, at least one on the bench who might be able to do it too. Actually, I've seen Emma Curtis hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Bet Mackenzie Smith. Could I've, hit seen, the ball I've seen her the put fence. it off the top of the center yeah. field fence. I mean, so they can beat you with power. They can beat you with speed. West Miller, Woodard, Kane. That's the, how'd you like to face that in a track meet? And that's the top end. How'd how'd you like to face that in a track meet? Mm-hmm. Um, they can do it with their gloves. Oles behind the plate. You've got West Miller at second. Um, I saw uh, Winston make an incredible diving stop and throw a runner out from her knees. Walters just keeps getting better. Uh, again, Kane in the outfield, Woodard in the outfield. Woodard's like having a second center fielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kane, I saw Kane make two plays in the regional. One was a diving catch. The other was a ball where they had her playing in left center field, expecting the hitter to pull, and the hitter hit it out into the gap in right center. And Kane, it, she, she looked like uh, she ran the length of a football field to get to it, and she made the catch look easy, made it look easy. Mm-hmm. And now you've got your ace pitcher is locked in and just is a, is a scrapper and, and can, can blow hitters away. Or can pitch to contact and let her defense do the work. Yeah, like I'm trying to – I mean, it's hard to compare two teams, but Richmond and Marysville, I'd say Richmond has more top, – their top-end talent might be a little better, but one through nine, I think Marysville might have them beat there. Again, it's hard to tell. Um, well, like who's the week out? Who's the week out? I mean, yeah, in both those lineups, there's not a week out. It's It's really incredible, those two teams. Um, but for Marysville at this point, what I could see them winning the state title. I could see them losing to Linden. I have no idea at this point. I have no idea. Richmond. I feel confident they will at least make the semifinal. I think they're rolling. And the fact that they just beat supposedly the best team left, the defending state champs, 
yeah, I feel confident in them. You have to but, avoid the hangover. Yes, which I think – Like, you have to take Shepard seriously. Which I think having the two days off is, will help them, where let's say they beat Millington in the regional semifinal and then had to play, I don't know, bad axe in the re- – like, let's say the, the, the bracket was flipped. That was where the hangover comes in. I think having two days and I think having – knowing – we're this close. Don't mess it up now. I don't think you can take anyone lightly in a quarterfinal game. And this is where having a guy like Howard Stewart helps Who's been there too. before. He's been there, done that, and he's kind of like he knows when to crack the whip. Believe me, mm-hmm. when he talks, people listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but he's also kind of a calm guy mm-hmm. most of the time. Even when he argues with, with the officials, he's very calm about it. Doesn't, he doesn't have to raise his voice, and he makes his point. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know the he can whisper to an umpire and make that umpire feel like he <laughs> needs to quit umpiring. <laughs> <laughs> he can get his point across. What's that Teddy Roosevelt quote? Speak softly and carry a big yeah. stick. Uh, at Richmond's number two boy. It, it, the the field for um, Division three. You've got the number two team, the number four team, and the number five team all still alive. And you would assume that would be Richmond's course. Get past Shepard. Most likely you're going to play Clinton, who's ranked fourth in the state. Get past Clinton. Most likely it's going to be uh, Central Montcalm, who's ranked fifth in the right, state. Right, if it's in the finals. chalk the whole way through. Yeah. But as we found out, it's most likely not going to be that simple. But I'm, it's going to be so hard I to know, predict. For Clinton to lose, it would be a big upset because I, I think uh, Riverview Gabriel Richard is like a 500 team. That, that, to me, at this stage of the season, you're ranked number four and you've got over 30 right. wins and a team that's played 500 ball beat you in yeah. a quarterfinal game. Something happened there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I don't know, for both Richmond and Mary's, let's take it one game at a time. We'll get more in-depth with baseball later in the week. But Yeah, but uh, to tell you, Richmond will play Traverse City St. Francis uh, in uh, baseball. Um, the other side of the bracket is uh, – Buchanan and Liggett. Real quick, think about how many quarterfinal and big games we've done in just our first year here. Football, we had one. We had Marines. Well, they call it the regional final because there's the one less round. But still, they were one of the final eight teams left in the state. Hockey, you had Port here on Northern. Yep, they played Brother Rice in the quarterfinal. We had MLA City girls basketball, and we had Croslex boys basketball. And uh, to me, I still look back at that Emily City game. The girls should have won that game. They should have beaten Country Day. We could have had two semifinal basketball games. Yeah. Because, I mean, you want to play the what-if game and the Croslex-Ferndale game, I can do that until the cows come home. Well, you know, Ferndale pulled the shoot there and and did the stall. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have seen. But, again, they won, so how can you argue what they did? Right. And then with – uh, baseball, we didn't get to see the quarterfinal games, but we'll get two semifinal games, and we'll get two more quarterfinals. So that's, what, six quarterfinal games we will do and a minimum of two semifinal games? And maybe, maybe, I mean, again, I, I like the four teams that we I, have left. I know. I, I, I would go out on a limb right now and say we're getting at least one state championship game. And I think we can get as many as three or four. I don't think it's – I would not be shocked. I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked if we had a super state championship Saturday, which – did you write down what that would look like if 
Um, All goes I, to plan, or I, I, you don't have to pull it no, up. No, right I, I, I did. Uh, I've, uh, I've got it here, and this will be really easy um, because I just have to go boom, and then I have to go boom. Because, yeah, <laughs> Saturday so would be awesome. if, if, in our wildest dreams. Which really only means like four or five wins go our way. It would be uh, Marysville softball at 10 mm-hmm. in the morning. Richmond baseball would start at 11.30 in the morning. Mooney baseball would be at five o'clock in the uh, afternoon, and Richmond softball would be at five thirty. Wouldn't that be a fun day? <laughs> be a long day in East Lansing. Who cares? But there'd be time in between where Wh- we could. Uh, wouldn't that hit be a great for lunch? Selfishly, selfishly, would that not be a great crescendo to our first year, having four state title games in one day? It that would be wild. I mean, but that- then, but then it would set you up because then you'd want it. Every year, mm-hmm. and you'd be disappointed in those years where we only made it to the semifinals or the quarterfinals. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Which, how, again, I know how your mind works. How many? <laughs> and how many years covering high school sports in this area? How many state finals have you done? Uh, I can think of two, three. You did the two Richmond softball two Richmond and Marine state City finals. Football. I did a Marine City football state final. Which you were um, here for I, the other ones. You I, just didn't do I, them. Northern or Marysville or both of them, I think, at least made it to a final. I don't think uh, if they did, it was a long time ago in hockey. Yeah. Because not since I've been around or known what was going on. But either way, the fact that we have an opportunity for multiple in softball and baseball is ridiculous. It is fun. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a whole lot of fun. I'll say that about uh, that. And I didn't broadcast them, but I went to a few of uh, Marysville volleyballs. I mean, they went to the finals like ten years in a row. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Nine, nine out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. But you, uh, you get the easy trip. You have to drive all of like four it's miles. About time I get the easy trip to Marysville Park, um, and your game starts I went at over what? To Rochester the other 530? day. Five thirty. One hundred and one miles round trip. Four thirty start or five thirty start for you tomorrow. Five thirty start because there's actually two games there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, Cabrini and Unionville Seabowing play. And, and I'm being told that that is like a game of the century quality stuff there. Well, maybe you can get there a little early. I probably will. Meanwhile, I'll be on my way to Saginaw Valley State where – You'll uh, like it there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm he sure. whines now, and then he'll get there and go, this is great. Nah. There's another <laughs> school about 70 miles south it should have been at. But anyway, I'll go there and get to see Richmond take on Shepard with a chance Don't to go to the semifinal. Shirt. Don't wear that shirt. Yeah, should you show up in straight green and gold? <laughs> They won't let you in. No, they, they won't. care what pass you have. Anyway, but, yeah, my game starts at 4. So, you can by the time my game should be finishing up, even if my game goes a little long, you can still probably catch second inning on of the Marysville game, you'd think. You might be done in an hour and a half. This this is the quarterfinals. And the way Shavan Scooter's been be pitching. should be able to, to, to pitch and catch and, and do the things. And I hope they do the things. They'll do the things. You should have a good game. Or you might have a short game if Shepard doesn't measure up. I mean, again, 
I got a feeling at Richmond this stage, though, everybody's going to measure But anyway, I'm excited for it. Dennis, you got anything else before we send it home? No, uh, just that uh, we've got the, the two quarterfinal games for you tomorrow. Marysville on stream one, Richmond on stream two for uh, softball. Wednesday, we'll uh, talk more about that and get you set up for uh, the uh, semifinal games, which at that point, we'll know whether or not we're adding girls' semifinal games to the mix. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll do that. Thanks for putting up with us, uh, and you'll have to put up with us for at least this week, games-wise. <laughs> I'm so excited. Quarterfinals and semifinals. This is fun. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.